It's Unnecessary Roughness, live from Radio Row in Arizona, brought to you by Subaru of Las Vegas on Rainbow and the 215. A lot of trash talk coming from a lot of different places. I think no one picked us to win. If so, it was like 5% of people. I tried to, what you guys say, enjoy the moment. But my joy comes in winning, but I know the job isn't done. So This is Unnecessary Roughness. Here's your boy Q. And here we go, kicking off hour number two of the show, Raider Nation Radio 920, Unnecessary Roughness, DeMond Cotton and your boy Q. We're here hanging out at the Phoenix Convention Center. It's Radio Rose, the final day. And as you can tell, it's a little bit quiet behind us because, well, folks are starting to kind of close it down, close up shop, start to pack up, tear down equipment, and get ready for either the ride home or if they're staying here and they're going to enjoy the festivities throughout the course of the weekend, they're doing that. But they're getting the hell up out of here. as we heard from the president of the Washington Commanders, Jason Wright, earlier in the show. Uh, We also had an opportunity earlier today to catch up with Nate Burleson. He's a guy of many talents, does a lot of different things, just was inducted into the Shrine Bowl Hall of Fame. Uh, Of course, he was on NFL Network on uh, Good Morning Football for the Longest, does CBS. I mean, he's doing all kind of good things. Myself and DeMond had a chance to catch up with Nate Burleson. We're back here on Radio Row. It's Unnecessary Roughness, Raider Nation Radio 920, Phoenix, Arizona, the Phoenix Convention Center. We're here with the very talented, the multi-talented Nate Burleson, who's here on uh, behalf of Crown Royal. And, Nate, how are you doing? I'm good. You know who that is right there? Look at that little girl. You know who that is? Who's that? That's my daughter. Is that your daughter? Wow. Here on behalf of Nickelodeon. Oh. What's up, Mia <laughs> Pearly? <laughs> Okay, after I get done, we're going to do some stuff together, okay? Nice. Right. Well, if you want to come on over, you can do some stuff together now if you want to come on over you here. Come over if you want. Are you on. done? The invite's always open. Are you still have some stuff to do? Okay. All right. All right, I'll come grab you in a bit. All right. <laughs> That's, how awesome is that, Nate? <laughs> man, you know, it's a family affair. Right, we're right. We're out here, man. I, you know, I'm not, just, I'm, just, I'm, I'm not just leading the way for young men and women who might be in the sports space right. that – want to go into TV. I want to be a representation of that in my home. So, you know, my sons, they see me working every day. My daughter, I saw a twinkle in her eye a couple of years ago. Yeah. And I was like, baby, do you want to do this? And yeah. she said, yeah. That's awesome. That's like, I mean, you can see just, just the pride that she had just of looking course. at you right now. Of I know course. as a father, that had to make you feel good. Yeah, no doubt about it, man. And I'm proud of her, man. Yeah. She, she did every episode of NFL Slime Time this year. Yeah. Nice, nice. Nate Burleson is our guest here on Radio Nation Radio 920. Let's go ahead, Damon. Yeah, so I've got to start off the bat. I'm a UNLV guy. You being okay. a UNR guy, your son, yeah. he's committed to UNR, right? Yeah, yeah, what yeah. do you think about that following your footsteps going to the Mountain West? Yeah, UNLV didn't offer him, so, you know, whatever. What? Um, no, nah, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> uh, I'm still beefing with UNLV because we lost to him every year I was in college. You know what I'm saying? So I got, I got some bones to pick with anybody that's a running rebel. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm loving that my son decided to, follow my footsteps he didn't have to and I actually tried to tell him like wait on your decision just relax and chill you don't have to commit to it right now Um, but he went on the recruiting trip and it changed his mind and he's a hooper too so they were basically like you can hoop as well nice is he gonna do both Um, I don't know if he's gonna do both he he might end up doing both uh, but you know I, I, I know he's gonna focus on football initially this is the awesome thing about Radio Row and being in this environment and being where we are right now because you just never know how things are going to materialize. And we've been trying to hunt down uh, an interview with Nate all day, and you've been busy. You've been, been grinding. Busy. And been then and the exact time happens where you sit down with us and your daughter is happened to be available, and now she's here with us. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's been here uh, working. 
Yeah. Yeah, she's not just having fun. Right. So how has work been for you this morning, Mia? Um, I was nervous when I first got on the set, but it was fun. I, my hands are stained green and dry because of slime, but it was really <laughs> fun. We dug some cards out and we read questions. It was really good. So you're working for Nickelodeon and playing with slime? That doesn't really seem like work. I mean... You know, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like I don't know talking about football and uh, you know being out here doesn't really sound like a whole lot of work, even though we know we're working, right? No doubt, no <laughs> doubt, it's all relative. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm so proud of my daughter. She's an amazing talent. Uh, I remember a few years ago, I was like, hey, I have some stuff going on with Extra. We're interviewing some celebrities, yeah. and we would love for you to get involved. And she was like, yeah. And one of my proudest moments was we were interviewing Michelle Obama. Okay. And we were prepping for the show. Yeah. And Mia was sitting there reciting her lines off in the cut, prepping on her own. <laughs> wow. And she absolutely killed it. You remember that moment? Yeah, what was I that do. Like? Um, we got there, and I had a, some questions that I wanted to ask, and... Um, it ended up being a whole different interview because I didn't know what I was inter interviewing her for. I just thought I got to meet her. But I interviewed her for a show, and it was crazy because she um, complimented me. I was like, oh, my gosh, I got a compliment from Michelle Obama. It was, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, was yeah. um, it was really fun. Yeah. That is awesome. That is awesome. So, so what? I mean, you've been doing this for a minute now. You're obviously yeah. very comfortable, you know, in in your setting. So, just I mean, how is everything for you? Just kind of evolving. How has this been? Um, it's been great. I mean, I still get really nervous, of course, but I feel like every time I step on there and once I get adjusted, I feel really nice. And like, it feels amazing to be a part of this. And um, I love to take that for my dad. Um, I get a lot of examples from him. So I like being here a lot. That's good. That's 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 awesome. I mean, it's Nate, it's such a blessing. I mean, it's a blessing. As, as, a, as a father myself, I'm like, like my, my heart is pounding right now for this moment because it's it just it's it's awesome. It yeah, really is. Yeah, we're, we're we're blessed and highly favored, and you know I, I've oftentimes said to parents, uh, you have to meet your kids where they are. Right. And my two older boys, they're locked in on sports. Mm -hmm. My daughter plays an amazing. Uh, she's amazing at football. Uh, not football. <laughs> volleyball. Volleyball. Was volleyball and also um, tennis. But wow. she's also interested in TV. Okay. And theater and mm -hmm. music. So as a parent, I could be that sports dad is like, nope, you're going to go earn a scholarship, spike in a volleyball. Right. Or I can say, let me meet her where she is yeah. and allow her to see all of the things that she can be great at. And, and she's been flourishing ever since. That's awesome. I love it. You mentioned that she's into TV and theater. What's the one show that you guys can watch together? Ooh, that's a really good question. It's actually like a funny question too, because yeah. every night when he comes home, he's like, "Hey, let's watch this movie," and then I go sit down with him, and then he looks at like forty other movies and doesn't know which one to pick, and we spend thirty minutes trying to find a movie, and we end up not watching one because he gets too tired. This is true. So well, I'm not the only one. You're not the only one. See, I'm you know, not the only one. Let's do it. Come on now, uh, man. I'm telling you, I can <laughs> never figure out anything, and then by the time I finally figure out something, I'm like, it's I'm time done. to go to sleep. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> Done. Got to get That's up the watching the movie is scrolling through the trailers. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's awesome. So, so what else do you have, Mia, lined up the rest of the day? Um, I'm going to finish um, Nickelodeon over there. Okay. And then I think we're going to interview a couple more players. And then I get to go hang out with my mom after. Um, tomorrow I get to go see my cousins because they live here in Arizona. So okay. I'm really excited to do that. Yeah. Nice. I got a lot of things back to back. But it's, it's really fun. Yeah. Mentioned tennis. Who's your uh, favorite tennis player? 
I gotta go with Serena Williams. I mean, <laughs> she retired, but she's still my favorite. She's been like my role model ever since I started tennis in like the first grade. That's <laughs> awesome. Were you on the edge of your seat on her final match? I know I was. Oh uh, I was sitting there it was and amazing. I just I couldn't get my mom eyes was, off of it. We were so sad when she yeah, lost. Like right. we wanted to go see it um, in the U.S. Open. Like we almost got tickets, but they were sold out. And my mom was like, "I wish we would have gotten to see it." She mm -hmm, thought that yeah. she was gonna make another match, but yeah, I, yeah. I did too. I thought I thought it was gonna be the swan song, like just kind of make that whole ride. Seemed, seemed like a storybook ending. It did. It felt like I it. was in my living room with a full uniform and a racket, <laughs> swinging at the. Oh yeah, he was like right in front of the TV, like it was Wii Sports. <laughs> I was, Man, like it was Wii Sports. You got jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it, Nate. I, I mentioned before you sat down about uh, in, being enshrined into the the Shrine Bowl Hall of yeah. Fame, and and that just happened in Allegiant Stadium. We were there yep. for that. Yep. What did that mean for you? It was amazing. You know, 20 years ago, I was invited to the All-Star Game because yeah. of what I did on the football field as a college athlete. And then 20 years later, I'm inducted because of what I did on the field, but more importantly, what I've done off of it. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that right there is a shining example to the young generation of All-Stars in that game. You know, and I had a chance to talk to both teams and basically told them, regardless of what happens in football, regardless of where football dropped you off on your journey, whether you play one snap, or you play 10 years, use football like it's going to use you. Right. And that's what I've been able to do. I've been able to use football as a vehicle to get to other places in life. Um, and, and it was a blessing to get that induction to the Hall of Fame. It was, it was really cool when they told us that you, you were received there. You know, yeah. it was a couple days before it actually happened. I was like, okay, yeah. okay, Nate, I see yeah, you, I see you. It was you. a dope moment, man. And you're, you're, an, you're an inspiration for a lot of people. I'm sure people tell you that all the time, but, I, I mean, I just I want to make sure I, I pass that message Thank along you, because, I, I mean, you that. really do. Sincerely, you know, man. You've been Thank grinding. You so much. Yeah, appreciate man. That. We appreciate you guys. Well, go have some 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 daddy-daughter daddy -daughter time. time. Yeah, yeah. daddy-daughter time, man. Thank you for making it back, and his daughter Mia here with us already. Nation Radio 920, Unnecessary Roughness. Fun conversation right there, Damon. When we had that conversation and the look on, well, his face when he spotted her walking, his daughter walking, and then the look on her face when she got on the radio, it's so funny. We're usually looking at them, you know, while we're mm -hmm. talking to them, and she was just locked in on him. Like, she was yeah. talking and locked in on him, but it just, you could, you could see how much how much joy that they were having having that conversation. Yeah, even TV cameras started to come by a little yeah. bit and get them. And I love when Nate, he was just interviewing his daughter. And yeah, like, I, that was awesome. We don't need to say a thing No, right let now. me back out of this conversation. Go ahead. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, you guys do your thing. I was, man, that was cool. I thought that was a lot of fun. And that's, again, the things that happen on Radio Row. I mean, we had no idea. We had been chasing Nate Burleson around all, all morning long, trying to catch up to him. And then the moment we catch up to him, he all of a sudden spots his daughter and – well, it came together, as you heard. 3.15 is the time. When we come back, Mac Hollins had an opportunity to catch up with the Raider wide receiver. You'll hear that conversation next. It's Raider Nation Radio 920. Now back to Unnecessary Roughness with your boy Q. Thanks to Subaru of Las Vegas on Rainbow in the 2.15. We got our guy Jared on the on the job. <laughs> this is how it goes down, Damon. This is called us getting greedy. Mm-hmm. We're looking over and we're seeing certain guests and we're like, you know what? That'd be a good guest to get. I know we already have the lineup filled out and then some. We could literally put it in cruise control and just just get through the rest of the day if we wanted to, but we don't just get through. So we're out there hustling. We got Jared trying to chase down Pat McAfee. I've spied Drew Brees, so I'm looking at him, trying to get him. So we got some more in the tank. But while we're doing that, in the meantime, in between time, we did have an opportunity to catch up with Mac Hollins. He's always doing things uh, with Special Olympics uh, athletes, something that means a whole lot to him. So he had Vanessa with him today. So 
Here's the conversation we had with Mac Hollins and Vanessa earlier on Radio Row. Back here on Radio Row, it's Unnecessary Roughness, Raider Nation Radio 920. Demon Cotton, your boy Q, and joined right now at the table. We're pleased to have Mac Hollins from the Raiders. Of course, he was the captain, special teams captain, turned wide receiver, turned stud, barefooted. He's always uh, feeling good about himself. We appreciate Mac, and he brought his friend uh, Vanessa Robles from uh, the Special Olympics as, as well. How are you guys doing today? I'm doing fantastic. How are you guys doing today? <laughs> fantastic. We yeah, are good. good. We That's are good. good. Yeah, we're doing well. We appreciate you having us. Absolutely. 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 And so, Mac, you've always been very, uh, very giving back. You know, community has been very important to you. Special Olympics has always meant a lot to you. So to be here on Radio Row and to walk around with Vanessa and get to, you know, share the message, what, what, what all does this mean to you? It means a lot. Uh, you know, I've been doing stuff with Special Olympics basically my whole life um, and just has grown on a, on, a, on a more serious scale once I got in the NFL and started doing Radio Rows um, and meeting uh, Special Olympics athletes here with it. Um, and I've just learned so much about Special Olympics and the things that, you know, the, the great things, but also some of the unfortunate things. Like those with intellectual disabilities are, are 16 to 20 years, uh, are, are, are dying 16 to 20 years wow. earlier than those without from preventable things. Right. From, you know, doctors not knowing how to properly assess those with intellectual disabilities. Um, and, that's, and that's tough. Like to, to, to tell a parent, hey, your your child passed 20 years early from something that it could have been could easily have been prevented. prevented yeah that's tough and you know i learned those things and that's kind of continues to motivate me to say hey like let me continue to spread the message and do what i can and but then the, there's also the great things like when i get to go to these games uh, yeah. vanessa has a gold medal already yeah, she, she's going to go win another one in <laughs> berlin um and obviously she could talk about all the amazing things she does uh, on the court on the field in the lanes all every sport but yeah. that that that's there's also that great side of that, like, I enjoy so much and brings me back to why I play football. It's like, I do it for fun. I don't do it for free agency and the market and, yeah. and, and the gigs. And I don't do it for that. I did it. When I was a kid, I didn't say, I can't wait for free agency. I said, like, I can't wait to play. Like, I right. can't wait to play football. Like, nobody says, I can't, I can't wait to negotiate a deal. Like, <laughs> I, can't wait to, I can't wait to make an Instagram video that's sponsored. Like, nobody ever said that. They said, right. like, I can't wait to play football in the NFL. Um, so they, that always brings me back. That's awesome. Vanessa, so yes. talk, tell us about your, your gold medal that you got and, and talk about the sports that you're playing. And, you know, you're, you're, you're fired up. I love it. I love it. Uh, uh, tell, tell us about what you're doing. Uh, we are gearing up for Berlin, Germany. Nice. Uh, we're going in for three-on-three uh, -three basketball. Okay. Practices are, are, are two hours long. Okay. So it's a pretty... It's pretty intensive. Yeah, we're, yeah. That's we're there just for fun and the exercise. I'm a big fitness machine. <laughs> I love yeah, it. Vanessa can do it all. Every I, sport. I, I don't She'll doubt. switch over easy. She's nice, she's nice, nice. Who's your, do you have a favorite basketball player? Since I grew up here, I have to say... We're all fan of Devin Booker. Oh, you can't, uh, go, wrong can't Booker. go wrong with Can't go wrong with Devin Booker. Nice. I love it. I love it. Matt Collins and Vanessa Robles is our guest here on Unnecessary Roughness Radio Nation Radio 920. My man, Demond's got one for you. Yeah, Mac, I just got to ask you, but first, before I say anything, he's going to get on me for this. I'm also on that no shoes yeah, lifestyle. I'm telling you. <laughs> he's in the studio with no shoes you, on. you better try it. <laughs> no. So put mittens on your hands for in the studio then. <laughs> it's the same thing. It don't even make any sense. He has, you got one ally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's all you need sometimes. You just need one. You just need one. 
Yeah, when it comes to also working with the Special Olympics, and you mentioned you've been working with this cause your entire career, and now just getting bigger with the more popularity that you're gaining across the league. Can you take me back to maybe some of the moments that you've had with some of these athletes that have made you have that feeling of, man, this is what it's all about? Yeah, I, I think there's there's so many. You know, if I look just in my short NFL career of times where I've gone to uh, champion schools, um, unified champion schools where they, they blend those with and without intellectual disabilities. Because, uh, you know, when we grew up, it was keep everybody separate because that's what's best. But that's not the truth. Mm-hmm. And it's actually everybody gets better by being together. So when I would go to schools like that and see everybody competing together and it's funny because people assume that those with intellectual disabilities are so much different than they're not. Like I would watch these kids compete at these schools and I couldn't recognize who had intellectual disabilities and who didn't. Like they're all competing at a high level. Mm-hmm. Like the things Vanessa can do, I, she would whoop me in half the sport she plays. Like softball, she would whoop me. Mm-hmm. Like football might be my only chance. Like <laughs> that's really it. Yeah. And that's the only sport she doesn't really play. Like she, she plays only other sports and would whoop me. Yeah. And the assumption is always like, oh, they can't do this. They can't. Well, well, like Vanessa will tell you, okay, she'll prove it. Right. Well, she'll she'll right. go out there and prove I've, it. She'll she'll whoop you. Right. I've right. been through that. Yeah. They told me that I've, I can't do this. Is it? So I'm just just gonna go. I'll show you. Right. Right. So don't I'm don't let them don't let them ever tell you there's no yeah doubt. there's doubt. no can't vocabulary. Let them doubt me. Yeah. So, that's awesome. I do. I, I love it. So it's just aspire that we can do it. Mm-hmm. And just give us a chance. Absolutely. And to keep doing it at a high level, like I said, they, they shouldn't ever put the word can't, you know, in front of anything. It's about what you can do. It's which about is everything. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. That's right. awesome. Uh, absolutely. I love it. I love it. So we're here again. Matt Collins representing uh, Special Olympics, been an ambassador now for a while. And so for anyone to get some information out there or, or get some information to try to help out as well and do what they can do, what, what should they do? Yes, yeah, so the specialolympics.org website. And then all, all the socials are just Special Olympics. Uh, and you can find out all types of stuff from, you know, the World Games, the stuff that we're doing within the U.S., uh, to even within your individual state and down to the city level. Um, if you want, because you know, sometimes it can be a big jump. Like, all right, you can't head to Berlin and go to that. But right. like, what can I do on my local level to kind of get started? Because that's how I started. I started with somebody in my neighborhood, mm-hmm. and then that's grown to like I might go to actually go to Berlin and, and watch wow. the games because it's in between OTAs and training camp. It's like that's an opportunity I can go support and be a part of that. The you know the largest humanitarian event in the world. Like I can be a part of that. Um, so you start there you start something local and then see if, see if you grow I, I can promise you, you there's nobody who's ever been to a Special Olympics event and said like I hate oh this ain't it right right yeah, no, nobody right goes like this that. is bad you're right uh, once you're there you're like mm-hmm. man this is amazing exactly because again you realize that you know they're really no different than anybody else exactly. right they can do everything that we can do they can do it just just the same yep so yeah no, I'm, I, I'm with you 100% and you mentioned OTAs at training camp how was your first year in Vegas? I mean, man, you, I, I feel like, and, and I could be wrong, but I feel like you went in with a certain role and all of a sudden it was like you became like a super, a super fan favorite and, and then you're thrust into an even higher role because of some injuries. But, I mean, you just like took every challenge and kept, kept running with it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I love my time in Vegas. Um, other than not being able to like go reptile hunting and stuff like I do in Florida, yeah. like it was great. Right? Uh, ain't too many reptiles in Vegas. Yeah, ain't too many reptiles. I mean, there's some snakes out in the desert, but like I can't get no gators. I can't get no turtles. Yeah. I can't. Right. I can't go walk in the swamp. But like other than that, it was great, and that's why I went went to Vegas. That's why mm-hmm. you know 
talking to Coach McDaniels, it was like, hey, I just want an opportunity. I just want a chance to right. go there and, and get a true opportunity, not like a, hey, you get a rep here and that's it. Like, right. A true opportunity to compete, and that's what he gave me, and that's why I was able to, you know, succeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but – you know, people would think it was like last off season. I must have been really grinding. Like, no, this is this is years this in the making. Been doing, yeah. Like, this is like it ain't like I'd like. Okay, these first five years, I'm gonna chill. And then like, <laughs> I'm gonna play for real. Now I'm gonna yeah, get I'm serious. Yeah, I'm gonna play for real now. I'm play. No, like this is years, of, and it was just a matter of when's the opportunity to come. And that's same in, in y'all's business. Like, you work. Yeah. You don't know when the opportunity's coming. You don't work because you know it's coming. You work because like eventually it's gonna come somewhere. Right. I don't know where, but it's gonna come, and right. I'm gonna make sure I'm prepared for it. And that's what I was able to do. Hey, Mac, that's something I got to ask you. Yeah. You're always giving out the tips and the life hacks. To everybody <laughs> listening to Unnecessary Roughness right now, what's one little tip that you can give them that maybe they don't know about? Oh, well, what kind of genre you want? You know, I got a lot of them. I know uh, you do. I does. mean, when it comes to, like, you don't need to put that much laundry detergent. Yeah, in. only, like, the one or two tablespoons. Ice cubes in the dryer. Yeah, ice cubes in the dryer if you don't got an iron. Um, ice cubes in the dryer, huh? Yeah, you can use peanut, peanut butter. Uh, and a lot of recipes you can use it as butter if you don't have – Butter, you can use peanut butter in exchange. You can use peanut butter like up on the, uh, you know, it's Black History Month, so I know mm-hmm. peanuts is, is on is on right yeah, now. Yeah, you can put it in like the uh, a squeaky door, like kind of like a WD forty kind of. Okay, you rub okay. something in like the creamy kind. That. You don't want the the nutty kind. You obviously too chunky. But right, right. Yeah, I, you know, I, I got some facts for you. Hey I, man, I keep them on me. You you do. I, I yeah, know. I, I know that you do keep the facts. You know, yeah. you mentioned uh, turtles and uh, they can right. breathe through their butt. Some of them. Well, little homie, my, my turtle little homie ran away. Dang. You must have, <laughs> he must have had a, a, a great head start. <laughs> my goodness. I, you must have left him at the house for a week. No, huh? I was in Texas, and I was cleaning out his his tank. I did it every week. I would clean out his tank. He had a mat. I mean, uh, just a. Uh, I mean, it must have been like it was Allegiant like, Stadium size. <laughs> like, for you, to, for you to be have to clean it. He, the story he, doesn't add up. It's not adding up. The turtle ran away. That, that, yeah, that's, it was cold game. I, don't, I still don't know. I, I, I haven't solved the mystery. What happened? But he ran away. He he, Shawshank Redemption me. Yeah, yeah right. So, he went right through the pipe. So <laughs> I'm yep. telling you, that's yep. every single week I would clean out his tank, you know, and then he'd walk underneath the little barbecue grill, and so he did the same thing. So I he'd watched. been chipping away. Yeah. yeah, I mean, how often you look at a turtle shell? Right. You know I mean? <laughs> so he chipped away, and yeah. then I went to get him, and he was gone. Dang. Saved on a food bill, I guess. Yeah. Back, that's not helping. <laughs> You're the guy who wouldn't mind, you know, having a thousand snakes in the house or whatever. Oh, yeah. You, you know, I'm, I just want my one little homie See, back. Thing, you only got one. If you got a thousand of them, it's like, okay, one leaves. <laughs> I'm going to get one right back. I'm, bye, Felicia. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get mine more than I get got. Uh, Matt Collins with us. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Now now I'm, I'm missing little homie. I'm checking out now. I'm, I'm going to let y'all go since you guys are having fun with <laughs> With my guy gone, I'm man. I'm going to take these boots off right now, and I'm going to walk around. Yeah, walk, walk around, around with me. Center free to feet. Unbelievable. Free to free feet. The free feet. Talking about little homie. Unbelievable. Mac, man, we appreciate you. Tell us again uh, about the Special Olympics, where we get all that information yeah, from. Yeah, specialolympics.org uh, and at Special Olympics, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all the socials. There it is. Matt Collins with us here on Raider Nation Radio 920 on the Sarah Roughness. There it is. There it is. I'm glad you got a good laugh out of that, Damon. <laughs> That was great. Was it? Hey, guys, and everybody out there, me and Mac Hallins, we did take a picture together with both of us with our shoes off. I'll be posting that shortly if you guys want to see. Q tried to make fun of my feet a little bit, but, you know, but it's okay. I'll Demond, get some on them. I'm glad you mentioned that. I wasn't even going to dime you out. Damon has the nastiest big toenail ever. Wow. Ever. You, you <laughs> brought it up. People I didn't bring it. I know, but you do. <laughs> you can't believe no, me. No, no, wait, no. Hold up. Hold up, Swallowbuck. Hold up, man. You... 
are the one who brought the attention to me and Mac Hollins took pictures with no shoes on. Like you brought that. Yeah. Okay. And then you said Q tried to make fun of me. Yeah. So you can't you can't throw out the you can't throw out the trailer and then not tell them the name of the movie. Yes, we can. No, coming, you can't. Coming you, soon. You, Leave them one more, Q. No, that, no, that's fine. That's what a trailer is for. But you gotta at least tell them what the name of the movie is. And yours is Bad Toenail. Don't we got a break to get to? No, because you brought this stuff up. I wasn't even going to go there. I was just going to say, yes, they did take pictures with their feet, uh, with their sh no shoes on. Mac walked around the whole place with no shoes on. DeMond went out of his way to take off his boots, his socks, <laughs> and take pictures. And then when I looked down, and that's the whole key, you're taking pictures of no, no, uh, no shoes on. Everyone's going to focus on your feet. And I look down and I see a tail, a, a toenail, that is as large as all get out. That thing looked like back in the day you knew when people were doing some cocaina because their pinky toe, their pinky fingernail was real long. That's what it looked like with your big toe. I'm serious. Yeah, you ain't got the cocaine, but it's a toenail instead of a fingernail. Yeah, like the the dog that's outside needs to sniff that damn toenail. Might find some stuff. I've got nothing to say. I mean, my feet are my feet. Yet your toenail need to be your toenail that you clip, man. Okay, Take guys. That. Wait, hold on. And then you were on the radio just the other day when we had Elisa Hernandez on talking about $130, or $100 nail job yeah, that's, that you're that's paying for nails. You need to go pay to get yours done. I don't know. Key, what do you want from me here? I want you to go pay to get your own nails done instead of pay for someone else's nails to get done. I don't have pedicure money anymore. <laughs> but you have someone else's. See, your priorities are backwards, man. You got to self-service yourself first. I mean, you, but I mean, maybe I'm only on manicure money now. You know, I can't get the Manny and the Petty. Don't – you know what? The, uh, the hell with the Manny. <laughs> you don't have me getting in trouble on the radio. The hell with the Manny. You need – if you're going to walk around with no shoes on, then you better do something with those toenails. Mac did say that. He said a part about going, you know, with the shoeless lifestyle is that you got to take care – take better care of your feet, you know, so. 3.35 is the time. Lindsey Brown is holding us down in the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. We do appreciate her. We're on Radio Row here in Phoenix, Arizona. I got this dude with me with a terrible toenail, but that's what DeMond does. 3.34 is the time when we come back. Roman Harper, speaking of DeMond, had a chance to catch up with DeMond, and DeMond had a chance to catch up with him. You'll hear that conversation next. It's Radio Radio 920. Now back to Unnecessary Roughness with your boy Q. Thanks to Subaru of Las Vegas on Rainbow in the 215. Alongside DeMont Cotton, I'm your boy Q. We're with you till 5 o'clock here, live from the Phoenix Convention Center, Radio Row. Thank you to Subaru of Las Vegas. Thank you to Spearman Rhino for making sure we make the trip do what it do. And thank you to everyone who's been behind the scenes, from my man Bobby Machado, Lindsey Brown, Chris Chapman, Danny, Danny, degenerate Danny. I like. To, I don't need to give him a last name. We just know he's a degenerate. In that commercial where it says, "If you have a gambling problem," like mm -hmm. they, they are. That's a testimonial to Danny. <laughs> no, Danny Smythe is doing a fantastic job as well. Uh, Doug Marsh doing a fantastic job as well, helping us out. And uh, again, just appreciate everyone back in the home studios who uh, provided all the well, helped us provide all the coverage that we had. Uh, this week here on Radio Row. But, DeMond, you had an opportunity to catch up with a uh, former uh, NFL safety. 
Roman Harper. I mean, it was a it was a good interview. It was one of those where we're all so busy here. I got the hey, it's time to wrap sign before I was ready to go, but it was still some good stuff. So uh, I got the wrap sign before I was ready to wrap. You know, I was I was I was easing them up. I was throwing a couple of softballs. All right, well, and I was ready to come with the haymaker. Well, go ahead, go ahead, and uh, go ahead and make it do. Introduce it to us. Without further ado, Super Bowl champion Roman Harper. Hey, and this is Demon Khan on Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio, and I'm pleased to be joined by Super Bowl champion Roman Harper. I see you're here with iHeartRadio. What are you guys working on there? Uh, with me and Peanut Tillman, we have a podcast uh, called NFL Players Second Acts Podcast. So guys that are formerly, formerly players that have all retired, all now doing different things. Uh, we've had some great guests on uh, as we've started this podcast, and I have to thank so many people. Uh, with the NFL and the NFL Legends community that have really helped us kind of put this whole thing together. They support us completely, and uh, it's been awesome. I've never actually done radio, bro. This is my first time. Okay, great. <laughs> Mine too. We're, we're both, you know, taking it all off today together. So yeah. it is, uh, it's pretty cool to kind of see all these things going on. I've never done it. Peanut's done it a thousand times, he said. So uh, it is pretty unique. Only time I ever come to a Super Bowl was when I played in it. So other than that, I've never been here. So it's been a good experience. I got here last night, and overall I'm going to have fun the rest of the week. So, the, you know, the NFL, it's a brotherhood. It's a fraternity. Does it feel like that, like a family reunion of sorts, walking around, seeing everybody, maybe people that you play with, or maybe even some young cats that looked up to you? Uh, you know, it, 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 yes, bottom line, yes, it does. Um, it's so weird because I'm such a football fan growing up and seeing all these great players and what I would consider legends of the game. And uh, it's always kind of humbling and really takes you back when, you know, you recognize them and you're like kind of geeking out, but you don't want to, you don't want to show it. So I got to be tough and like kind of put on this face, but then <laughs> they recognize you or they come up to you and say something to you. So that's always uh, a great honor. And uh, it's really cool to kind of see. And of course, some of the young guys, like I just talked to Cam Jordan, hadn't seen Cam all year. Uh, was a former teammate of mine and love him to death too. So it's always good to run into those guys. Saw Mark Ingham last night, another great friend of mine and brother of mine. So it's really cool when I guess, you know, man, game always recognizes game. And no matter what shape, form, or fashion or lane of life it is, like it's just that's the truest statement of all time, man. It really is cool when you get around all these great ballers and everybody just respects everybody. Everybody's got the pads off. Ain't nobody trying to tackle anybody. Ain't nobody competing for anything. It's just a good time. Everybody's just cool and relaxed and in a good vibe. Again, we're talking to Roman Harper here on Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio. Now, you talk about the second act for players, man. So what's the what's retirement been like for you, man? Like, what are you getting into now that you're retired? you got the podcast, but what else you got working on? Well, I, I work for uh, ESPN with SEC Network, yeah. so I do that on a day-to-day basis. Is mostly just covering college football through the SEC, and I love it. It's right up my alley. Coming from Alabama, uh, now living in Charlotte, it's it's amazing. So I get to follow that. and. That is a crazy season because there's no no college experience like the SEC itself. Yeah. <laughs> so getting to go to all these different campuses because when I was coming out in college and recruiting was so different. Um, yeah. So now getting to visit these places and see what the atmosphere is like and, and being a part of all those things and the fans, it's been really, really cool to see. And I, I work with a great crew there um, as well. And so that's what I do on a day-to-day basis. But my really full, full-time job is just being a dad. Uh-huh. And um, I love it to death. I got four kids, two girls, two boys, 11, 8, 6, and 2. 
Um, and right now it's full swing basketball season right now. So I'm a complete basketball dad. My girls just won both of their games in the first rounds of playoffs, so they're all moving on. Um, it was a nail-biter last night from what I heard. <laughs> my mom and my wife almost got kicked out the game because nowadays you can't say anything. You can't yell at the refs. <laughs> Even though the refs are terrible, yeah. you can't tell them they're terrible okay. or they're threatening you to kick you out. So uh, that's where I am, and uh, that's what I do. All right, last one I got for you. Derek Carr, he's meeting with the Saints. Derek Carr and the Saints, you think that will be a good fit? I mean, if they want instant success probably right now versus long-term success, then I could see that happening. At the end of the day, the division's wide open for anybody to win in the South, which is that's the first way to get into the playoffs is winning your division. So mm -hmm. I understand that because the moment you get Derek Carr, you've got the best quarterback in the division. And so that gives you a heads up to win the division. But is he the perfect fit? I don't know because I don't know exactly what they're trying to do. they got some other holes they need yeah. to fill. They need a quarterback for sure. But are you willing to pay $40 million and trade for Derek Carr? That's going to be the big question. All right, Roman, thank you for your time today, man. Hey, man, appreciate it, man. Good luck to you. There he goes. Rom Roman Harper, former Saint. Won a ring with the Saints, and he was here with DeMond. So there you go. Good stuff, DeMond. Great job. Uh, again, DeMond rapped before he wanted to, to rap, but that's what happens. Sometimes that's how it is on Radio Row. They tell you you only got a couple minutes. I talked to Kay Adams, and she said I got time for two questions, and I think I got four in. <laughs> <laughs> so two to me means four, so it's all good. But uh, you also uh, – DeMond's been hustling. I'll, I'll give him a lot of credit. He has been running around this place – hustling all of a sudden we're sitting here preparing for something else and all of a sudden some athlete comes walking up and so Demond is dragging this dude basically he's got a nice chain on I thought Demond was dragging him by his chain I'm like damn what are you doing who's this and Demond says CJ2K and I said enough said I'm out of the way <laughs> I, I'm surprised you let me get a couple words in I thought you were just gonna take over the I was actually trying to lob it to you and say go ahead and take the whole interview man because I knew that you were gonna you know, you're going to have a good one with that. I mean, that's the Tennessee Titan right there, man, CJ2K. Yeah, but it would have just – if it was just me, it would have turned into a – remember when you – yeah, that was nice, wasn't it? <laughs> Sometimes it be like that, though. Sometimes it be like that, and that's okay. You know, as long as you have fun with it and he has fun, it's all good. But uh, we did have an opportunity to catch up with CJ2K. That's Chris Johnson. We know he went over 2,000 yards. DeMond hustled this interview up. We had it a little earlier today here on Radio Row. Back here on Radio Row, it's Unnecessary Roughness, Radio Nation Radio 920, DeMond Cotton, your boy Q, and we're blessed to have at the table right now CJ2K. And Chris, how you doing today? I'm good, just chilling, man. How you doing? I'm good, I'm good, but I'll tell you right now, this dude across from you is even better. This dude is a big time, <laughs> look at that big old smile, big time Tennessee <laughs> Titan fan. Uh, so he's a big time, he, he's excited about this one. Right, right, right. <laughs> oh, man, I'll just I'll just take yeah, it over from it. here, man. Like, yeah, I'm from Tennessee, best <laughs> running back growing up. I mean, CJ2K, the name says it all. But when you look at this Titan team now, what are you thinking that the Titans need to do? I know this is Raider Nation Radio, but I'm starting off go first with, it. with a go Titans with it, question. Man, go Come with on, it. Derek. Come on, Derek. Yo, you Derek Carr? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's what we need to do at a quarterback position, man. We need to bring Derek in. He can throw the ball. Like, a lot of people talk bad about Derek and this and that, but you, we talking about a quarterback. You don't have many quarterbacks that you can say year in and year out going to give you 4,000 passing yards, and that's what Derek Carr is doing. And I think that will help us out. Um, Derek Carr and Derek Henry, it will back some of those guys out of the box and it will force defense to play us honest. What do you think that disconnect has been with Ryan Tannehill at quarterback? Because like you already pushing for Derek Carr now, but I just think Tannehill just isn't that guy. Um, the disconnect is just not he don't fit the offense. I feel like, mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? I don't feel like he fit the offense. I like 
if they we have a guy that's he's an athletic quarterback, um, run the ball, he throw throw it here, get it out of his hand quick, and we got a defense that's playing us eight in the box. If right. you want to back those guys up, you got to thread them on the outside, mm-hmm. throwing that ball down the field, make those guys back up. And you know, locally here uh, with the with the Raiders, you know, Josh Jacobs, he put, he just led the league in rushing. You know, had a fantastic season, but basically his whole career, he's had eight in the box, like you're talking about. You know, right, and right, so right. he's had that as well. And how much easier? I mean, you went like I said over two thousand yards. I mean, when it's not eight in the box, that is that is that like your eyes widen up? Like yeah. here we go. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see much not eight in the box, but when you, when it's not eight in the box, yeah, your eyes are like this. Like, <laughs> what? You only mean to tell me it's only two linebackers in here? And- <laughs> you got four guys on. You got an extra cornerback, extra small guy in the game. Yeah, man, this man. Yeah, your eyes get big, but that's what I feel that can help the Titans this year. It'll help us get some of those guys out of the back. Cause how long? How long are you gonna sit there and run Derrick thirty times up against an eight man front? Mm-hmm. Something else I want to talk to you about is the running back position. Q mentioned Josh Jacobs, and he led the league in rushing. Team didn't pick up his fifth-year option. Now they're probably thinking about franchising him. What do you think that it's going to take for running backs to get that respect that they once had when it comes to getting the contracts in the league? Um, I, I just think consistency. You got to be consistent. Mm-hmm. If we talk about Josh Jacobs, yeah, he had a great year, but this is the first year he's done that. Like, for me watching him, he's have shown flashes. Mm-hmm. Throughout his career, he's shown flash, and this year he put it all together. Right. So you just can't be like, okay, wow, now I'm finna make him the highest paid running back in NFL history off of one year. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I feel yeah. like they're gonna tag him if he come back and do that next year. Now, okay, we we can give him a deal. We're gonna right. give him a big deal. No, you're not wrong about that. Again, Chris Johnson is our guest here on Radio Nation Radio 920 on Necessary Roughness. So as far as just the running back position in general it's it's just been devalued that you always hear oh you can go get one in the fourth round you get one but i i feel like the the running back position is so important for a team to be successful it's definitely important and that's why i don't understand like you talk about um playoffs you talk about super bowl the number one thing for if you look at every team that goes deep in the playoffs or get to the super bowl or win the super bowl they have a running game Mm -hmm. A running back. Right. So how are we so devalued? I know. How are we one of the less paid guys' positions on the team? It don't make sense. We the most brutal position on the team. Yeah. That's why I feel like we should be paid the most next to the quarterback, but – there's no way a receiver should be making $25 million a year and a running back is making $7, $8 million. Like, that don't even add it up. Don't ma- it don't make – the math don't work. Yeah. The, the math don't work. I mean, look at the 49ers. Look at the 49ers. I mean, they had, what, the, uh, their third quarterback? They were down to the third quarterback? It was a strength of their run game and defense. Exactly. There you go. This Super Bowl matchup here, Chiefs-Eagles, who you got? Who do you think has the advantage in this game? Um, I think the Eagles had the advantage. Great offensive line. They got three real good running backs in the in the receiver core. They got good receivers. Um, I think they're gonna win, but it's hard. <laughs> if I had to bet some money, I ain't betting against Mahomes. I That's can't the bet thing, right? Mahomes. How so can it, it's yeah. gonna be a good game. Like I think know. so. I think so. Well, the the Super Bowl next year is gonna be in Vegas. How exciting mm. do you think that's going to be? That's going to be crazy. <laughs> I can already imagine right mm-hmm. now. That's going to be crazy. <laughs> the city's already preparing. We've been talking about it all week here on Radio Row. Been preparing for it. So, uh, man, what else you got lined up? What you got coming up? What you working on? Um, man, like right now we got the um, Smashing Dash podcast. Okay. And Lindell White. Um, we've been doing that probably like six months now. 
And it's going crazy. So good, good. If you listen in, check out the Smash and Dash podcast with me and Lindell White. I know who's Smash. That would be Lindell in your dash. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I remember one time uh, Jonathan Stewart, the Carolina running backs, tried to take the Smash and yeah, Dash yeah. name, and it was like, yo, it's only one Smash and Dash. Let's do right, right. the league. <laughs> right, right. DeMond going to hold you down. Trust me. DeMond going to hold <laughs> yeah, you down. He holds yeah. you down. And the Tennessee Titans, he hold them down every single day on the show. Well, thank you so much for your time. We thank appreciate you. you. Appreciate you. There he goes. Chris Johnson, CJ2K with us here on Radio Nation Radio 920. Man, we're already coming to the end of – Hour number two of the show, Demond. Like this has gone by quick, fast, and in a hurry. And I will say, I was giving De- uh, giving Jared a lot of props off air <laughs> because he was making a move. I was like, "Oh, he's going to go get Mina Kimes. That's great, you know." And then he went and introduced himself and let her walk away. Yeah, he bet Jared basically said, "Yo, that's my homie. <laughs> that's my friend." Uh, uh. Ain't sharing, ain't sharing with the likes of y'all. <laughs> you asking for too much, Q. <laughs> Am I? Am I? That's where he's got to draw the line. Uh, is, does he? <laughs> I don't think Jared's drawing any lines. Oh, wait, he drew a lot of lines the other night. Drew a lot of lines on the table. Oh, yeah, that didn't sound right. Never mind. Yeah, that didn't sound right. My bad. Clean since 2013. <laughs> that didn't sound right. Now that I now that I said it out loud a couple times, that didn't sound right. I don't know what you thought you were implying when you said that then. The cracks. The, oh. The cracks on the table. <laughs> That's funnier. Yeah, but not the way it came out. Unbelievable. Jared's like, I got to defend myself here. No. Yeah, it's on. It was, you're it was on. on. Okay. I don't have to defend myself. It's just you just heavily implied that, like, everyone else <laughs> Yeah, it did like, sell right. Everyone else is like, yeah, we got to get to, you know, we got to get back early. Jared's over there snorting cocaine. <laughs> I, didn't say, know, I didn't say that. You know, I said, I said lines. Doing lines. No, I didn't say you were doing lines. I said you created lines. You did create some lines. And so. Oh, that's absolutely fair. I, that's what You I'm, can't take me somewhere without me breaking things. Yes. For the, that, I apologize. Jared definitely broke. The, the coffee table on accident. Definitely an accident. It was not his fault. It, things happened, but, yeah. So that was the joke I was trying to make, but when I said it out loud, it definitely didn't sound right. Yeah, it didn't, didn't come off like that. <laughs> Jared was going to – we were going to get back to Vegas, and Jared was going to have a, a note on the, in his box, <laughs> come see me, sign Natalie. <laughs> Can we talk for a second, Jared? <laughs> just a cup. They'll just be like, yeah, we're going to need you to fill this. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I know we got one more hour left in the show, but I still think we could we could get some more some more guests on. No, we definitely can. We're working on it. We're working on Pat McAfee. We're working on uh, Drew Brees. I saw him a little while ago. Uh, we were working on Mina Kimes, but um, Jared just let her walk. It's amazing Drew Brees is still here after getting struck by lightning that one time. <laughs> Dumb. How about this text from the Five and Dime as we close out hour number two of the show? I don't want this to happen, but I want to run this scenario by you, Q. If Chicago takes C.J. Stroud and there aren't other rookie quarterbacks that we want to settle for and we can't get Aaron Rodgers, do you trade for Justin Fields? Just a scenario, and I wanted to ask your opinion. And I honestly, and I could be way off base, I think Chicago likes Justin Fields. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I don't think that they don't like him. I think that they, they... our fans of his, and I think they realize what they have in him if they put some pieces around him and let him work. That's just my gut feeling. I mean, again, I could be way wrong. I could be totally – I could be reading the room wrong, right? And, and that's happened. So maybe 
I'll, I'll say this. If, if there's going to be – I feel like the, the one rookie quarterback that I would think that the Raiders would be interested in, it would be C.J. Stroud. But I also feel like they might be bigger fans of, like, Bryce Young. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, and, and we had Amber Thea Harris on earlier this week to start the – to start the week off here on Radio Row, and she mentioned that she felt like it was going to come down to Bryce Young or a veteran. That was what, you know, she had said to us on the show. So I, I take that not with just, like, trying to pull something out of the air. I take that as, okay, maybe they're bigger fans of Bryce Young than C.J. Stroud. I am a big fan of Bryce Young. There's no doubt about it. I want to make that perfectly clear. I'm a big fan of him. I just get concerned with his size. That's the only thing I get concerned with is the size. I think his accuracy is good. I think his leadership skills is good. Um, I think he could throw every pass that you want him to throw. But I just get a little bit nervous with his size. And Freddie Coleman tells me all the time when I feel on Freddie Fitzsimmons, and he says that the great Eric Allen used to tell him all the time that they will hit you out of the league, right? If you, if you, if you, uh, you know, are a certain size, or you know, you you have this, that, and the other, they will hit that out of the league. And so I'm a little little concerned with the size there. So that's that's my only thing with Bryce Young. But I think everything else, he's got the intangibles for sure. So definitely a big fan of his. Jared's trying to send us a message. I don't know what he's trying to tell us. I can't read your sign language from across the room. I see you. I see you. Go pick up the thing, man. Yeah, we, we got microphones and radio. What, what are you trying to tell me? I'm, I was asking who is that? Who is that? Who is that? Well, how was I going to tell you who it was? <laughs> Across the room. Genuinely just pointing at them. Go, yeah, just go get them. Don't worry about it. Just go get them. That's funny. 3.58 is the time. We'll come back. We'll kick off hour number three of the show. It's Radio Nation Radio 920.